0: The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set? <laughs> hey welcome back another hot episode of hbc i wish your boy Poo Bell. got my man aunt petty murphy in the building what's good with you my boy
1: what's up with it dog
0: hey hanging in there hanging in there it was a uh it was a rough morning <laughs> for everybody who got a t it was a rough morning um uh, i about that was gonna catch some words because I was like, Listen, I know I know know y'all ain't disconnect me.
1: I wasn't tripping, I wasn't getting work calls, I wasn't tripping at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, see, that's the difference. My work phone is Verizon, so that mug was still buzzing, it was still Mm -hmm. buzzing. Um, but this is the second time this to happen. The first time was uh, that that year, uh, on Christmas when the uh guy in Nashville blew up the blew itself up and blew up the towel and knocked everybody out for like two, three days. Yeah. That was yeah, that was like that was like three years ago. So it wasn't that long ago. Uh but man, we got a we got a good one tonight, man. We got we got some news as far as like coaching moves and uh, you know what I'm saying a couple of, you know talk getting ready for spring ball, you know, baseball that started up. Uh, we got some, you know saying, some teams moving into that uh, first first HBCU two to do X, Y, and Z. We got that going on. But, man, we got our guy with us tonight, man. We get to talk about some of these bowl games, some of these prospects. So, yeah. But, uh, but first, you know what we got to do, man. We got to give a shout out to our sponsors over at Online, BetOnline.ag. We'll be back. In one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, we got our guy with us, man. Come to, you know, he, he's everywhere. Everywhere, I, literally everywhere. Uh all the all your bowl games, uh uh, all your, your uh all-star games, shall I say? Anywhere that's got HBCU players represented, he's there. Uh I still got a bone pick with him about this uh Williams William Award. But we, we'll we'll get there. We'll
2: get there.
0: Welcome back. Our guy coach Gerald Huggins Jr. Welcome back, man.
2: What's the word, man? What's going on? With <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the clapping. What's <laughs> going on with? No. Man, I'm tired of uh boy, but well, I'm okay. I know,
0: I, I know, man. You got all them, uh, Spirit, JetBlue, Delta, United, all them air Al miles, uh, because every time it's a it's if it's anything with HBCU prospects, players, awards, you there and, and and I appreciate that, man, because that's a lot of work. I know it is.
2: Yeah, that's it. But it's all good, man. It's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely seeing the kids yeah. and rapping to them and hearing how much they appreciate me and stuff like that. It feels good. Man. So I, I don't mind doing it. You know what I mean? I wish they schools felt the same way, but you know, that's it. Was
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. What's the word with y'all, though. Y'all good? Man, we ain't getting that. What you mean man. you got beef with about the Nia Williams award? Or what? Man, bro?
0: listen, I, I I understand. I understand. Right. I who you know, it ain't necessarily beef with you.
2: <laughs> it's I, a selection I, committee, by the way. Right. He mean, buys, he yeah, us, buy, I'm, I'm biased. I'm very
0: biased.
2: Who you who who do you think should have won it then? I, I wanna hear that because I've heard Jordan, it all Jordan Totes oh uh, yeah don't get me wrong told i did but i i'm not gonna lie it was it, it 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 was hard bro i'm not gonna lie. it was gonna be hard to beat kenny out it was just tough definitely when they when that, once they beat central i was like oh, it's, gonna be tough. it's gonna be tough once they beat central and they're gonna go to the uh, celebration bowl i was like man it's gonna be hard and that when they had that head to head it wasn't like a huge separation, but don't get me wrong. I love tolls. I do love him. I love him. I, I, he has a, he has a really good chance right now to end up on somebody roster. So don't get me wrong. I love to, I love Mikey, you know, but you know, the, you know, Kenny just did everything he was supposed to do. Um, So I couldn't take that from him, but like I said, it was a committee. So I just passed the names along. I mean, I get a vote. I can't tell you I voted for, but
0: right. Right.
2: I mean, but you know, it's a committee, you know, me, Malik, Tim. Then they got the people at Oklahoma. They got a vote too. So, you know, but and they they did their homework too and, went and talked to people. So you know they, they they did their homework too. So it
0: all worked out. Yeah. he was
1: deserving. know. you you okay. gotta admit
0: oh, it though. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's not. I don't. So there have <laughs> been awards where I felt like people have gotten snubbed. I felt like he. I felt like toes to the one. But I don't think he got snubbed. If that makes sense.
2: No, he didn't get yeah, he didn't get snubbed.
0: No. He didn't get snubbed. It, it wasn't like and, and I, I, I will say because a lot of people don't mention uh Mikey. Uh when they talk about, you know, the knees Williams and who they think Mikey is very underrated.
2: Oh yeah. He's like he might be yeah. a top. I mean, listen, man, he you ain't naming too many corners better than him in all the college football. So I just need people to stop with the helmet, the helmet scouting and just let's realize this is a 12 hundred, twelve pound corner that is gonna jump forty. Eleven broad, four 5, 40 hands like a receiver, can play cover three, cover two, cover one, three, whatever you want him to do. He'll do it, and he's gonna be a course team. So, you know, we go over. People gonna overthink it because he went to Alabama State, but they should. If they like Keenan, it's Keenan Isaac from last year. They'll love Mikey Victor. So, and like you just, you can't overlook those measurables. And not a lot of corners don't make it to the league when they're six three. With a eighty inch reach, I mean eighty inch uh wing and thirty four inch arms. It's just not, it's not, it's rare that that doesn't happen. So he's a re- legit shot to really make it. So, um, I recommended him for Nia's wins. I got to get, I got to know him as well, the character. Mm-hmm. But, but just from uh, he was like the best. He was the best corner I scouted this year, and that goes with my Sun Belt guys too. You know, the East West Shrine Bowl. He was the best corner I scouted. So, um it wasn't really close honestly mikey had a legit shot you know to really win it but you know uh, he was a finalist for a reason and i I'll, and and i I'll I'll, I'll I'll die on that hill cuz i know people have their his people oh boy uh some people won't let it go some people really thought they were supposed to win it and they won't let it go but you know. <laughs> like you know I, I won't get into detail but it's like
0: I have no oh. I, I'm 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 gonna say petty is in my spirit. I didn't I didn't do it on purpose, but I am wearing a southern shirt tonight. Anyway, yeah. uh <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Hey, but uh I'm glad you mentioned Isaac. Yeah. Uh the success he had last year. Mm-hmm. Does that help with a guy like Mikey? Um or even not even him, uh Irshad Davis who who left and went to Troy. Irshad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does it help that those guys, you know, have that success and then you have a guy like Mikey who played alongside them mm-hmm. and is still doing what does that help him or, or at least help his case for a team to say, Hey, you know, it's Shoot. worth the risk?
2: I'm not gonna lie, I think Mikey Mikey's pedigree on his own helped him because what he yeah. just he just really it's like night and day the player I saw from last year to this year, man. It was it's not even the same player. This guy this guy, he put on good he put on that, a nice healthy weight. He looks faster, he looks quicker laterally, more explosive, more instinctual. Everything he like I wasn't, you know, I, I had him like ranked number nine to ten preseason, but I'll say like, you know, between his coach and his pops, you know, they was like, Man, I'm telling you just check my son out. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch him during the year and we'll see if he progressing every week, every, I just see, see him getting better every single week. And it was nothing that I saw that I just said, like, this kid can't play in the East-West Shrine Bowl and be productive. So he got his hula bowl shot, played well there, got brought up from hula bowl to East-West, played well there. I mean, he did everything you could possibly do. And also, he has a, a solid team around him. A lot of so you guys got to realize, man, you need you need a, a village to get you to the league for the most part. It takes it takes some – for some guys, it takes a lot. You know, and a lot of people didn't have, have Mikey Victor on their radar. Now Mikey Victor is getting sixth and seventh-round grades. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he went from, like, an unknown prospect to, like, a guy that could potentially get drafted. And it takes a team. And it takes him to do what he did. So I'm not going to take any credit for that because that boy worked his butt off. He, is, he has positioned himself to be – a really oh, solid yeah. football player moving forward. A guy that will have get to that second contract and he deserves it. I mean, he has pedigree. His brother played in the league as well. So it's not it's, he's no, He's not new to this. You know what I mean? So oh, even with Earshot, man, like I feel bad for Earshot. Like, he did everything he's supposed to do when you move up from FCS to FBS. He literally he went all conference in the Sun belt. <laughs> he was like the highest graded safety in the conference, he did everything he's supposed to do, but it just didn't work out as planned for him. But, um, I'll still promote him and do everything in my power to get him a look. But you know, it's a little saddening that he couldn't get a CGS bowl, hula bowl, strine bowl, senior bowl. And he can't get legacy bowl because once you leave, you mm. then you come back. So, so, I mean, you could we could talk about that another time about maybe bring some of these guys back or whatever because there are guys that could use a legacy bowl shot, but that's something you got to think about when you yeah. move out. You know, they, yeah. you know, we, I may, it may be a little backwards how, you know, like a four year graduate of a PWI could come for the HBCU for one year and play in the legacy bowl, but reverse, it doesn't work that way. I don't like it per se, but if that's the rules, that's what we are rocking with. So kids got to know that if you leave, you better get to one of them other bowl games because you're darn sure. Ain't going to get this one. So just yeah. to keep that in mind.
1: You talk about how a guy like Mikey getting, those shots at those bowl games, you know, bumped his his draft grade up. Now he's getting six, seven round grades. What is uh, what is the importance of the the HBCU combine and the Legacy Bowl in terms of getting some of these guys in front of those those same eyes to where they can boost their draft stock what his head?
2: You know, I'm I'm big on like the timing of it and I just know the timing of it. There's a lot that goes into why they can't move it up. Ideally you would love for it to be one of the first games of the uh all star games of the year, but it's just not gonna work out the way. So you gotta find a way to make the game appealing to our top prospects. And um for the most part, you know, we've had I mean, honestly, man, I'll I'll tell y'all now, this is probably the best class I've scouted since I became a scout. These kids are I mean, these kids just look more pro ready than any other year. Like it was really top heavy in a lot of years, but this is like a year where you know you could see a, like you know few drafted and like some high priority free agents. Like I'm talking about a record number, maybe 15, 20. And then you got us running the CFL because the UFL made it made their point. They're only going to just continue to get the FBS fall offs from the NFL to bring into the UFL. So. HBCU guys might not have a chance there. But, you know, when I tell you these CFL scouts are clamoring for these guys, I've been around, I've been listening to them. I've seen NFL scouts just like, man, like, that's a dude. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's a dude. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think overall, if we continue to make the game more appealing, we'll be able to get better players. And, you know, end of the day, we have solid players here. Even missing our top guys, quote-unquote, you know, we still have a productive group of guys here, Jarian Brokenberg, Tariq Stewart, John Huggins, like guys that are just really good football players that have a shot to be on somebody's roster in the NFL next year. So um, it's it's in a good spot. This is the best roster we've had, so we just got to continue to build off of it. So for next year, you know, like an Eric Hunter, Elijah Williams, Jared Hunter, guys like that, we got to get those guys prepared, ready, like, hey – I get it. You may get you a Shrine. You may get you a Senior. But just consider HBCU Combine, HBCU Legacy Bowl. Just consider it, you know, because you want to see that. You know what I'm saying? You want to see a Darian Brokenberg from Howard go against a Tariq Stewart from A&T because you didn't get to see that during their career. So that's mm-hmm. what you want to see. You know, you want to see a freaking uh, a Lewis Matthews go against, uh, I don't know, a, a a freaking uh, Mookie Cole here, like they just never played against each other. Like you want to see that, so that's just me for a fan perspective. I just want to see stuff like that.
0: Like, All right, it, just, yeah. it just
2: makes the product better. It makes you want to engage. It's like, like seeing Sundiata go against uh, named Donqu in the Shrine Bowl was like one of the happiest moments of my life. I'm like, this is what I've been waiting for. I've been watching these these <laughs> dudes since they were teenagers. Now they're beating each other up in the Shrine Bowl, and it's like amazing. So um selfishly i would love to see that but i also know this is a business and kids got to do his best for the future but i think yeah. um the kids the kids rock with me and they rock with the league and they rock with us enough that we said like listen man like you know come on through you know get a couple practices and you never know and then you know just mm-hmm. do it for do it for us do it for yourself and you know we'll see the game may be better. You never know
0: um I got quick question because oh. I know you, you've you mentioned senior bowl and stuff like that. Is there a rule that prohibits these guys from participating and say the senior bowl and then the legacy bowl?
2: Oh, no, they're good to go. They, they just don't do it. You know, they just figure, hey, I performed at the the HCU legacy, I just performed at the shrine and senior. I did well, so mm-hmm. I don't really uh-huh. feel the need to do both. You know, wearing too much wear and tear, and they got some guys got pro days, some have combine invites like Willie Drew. Anin Donko had combine invite. even though I think Willie Drew should have probably took his butt to the legacy bowl and showed that he can do something because he didn't have the greatest um, week um, down there in, uh, in mobile. But, um, you know, you some, you know, I, I don't, i probably, he probably wasn't advised to do that. So I'm not going to knock him. You always listen to your agent. You know, I'm, I can consult, but into the, the day it comes between you and your agent, whatever y'all should get situated, is what it was going to be. Um, oh. You know, I you know ideally, you would like for them to do both. Like you love have seen Aubrey Miller and Isaiah Land and all of mm-hmm. them play last year, but you know it just didn't work out that way. Isaiah Lamb more than uh, Miller didn't need to do it. Miller probably could have you know used the game. You know maybe a Dallas dance could use the game. Jada Kiss could have used the game. Um, you know honestly, yeah. if you're not a yeah you know if you're not a bona fide draftable. Guide, and you know, you ideally shouldn't be turning anything down. That's just my personal opinion, but everybody has their uh, their thought patterns, and a lot of agents are not doing our kids a good service, they're not telling them how to how they're really looked at from people <laughs> in higher places. So that's where I come in, and a lot of kids probably don't want to ask me because I'll tell them, like, oh, you're you're a free agent. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to get 32 scouts at your pro day. Not, gonna, I'm sorry, like you, you're not going to get it. No matter how good FAMU and you know Gramlin and, and uh, Jackson, Aldenfield, they're not going to get all 32 at their pro day. So, the HBCU combine at least will give you all 32. Well, it was 31 teams there. Only the thing was only one team. I can't remember the team that missed him. It was 31 teams there, and um, the Legacy Bowl practice the first two days they had pretty much everybody there. You're not going to get that. You know. Yeah. So that's just my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, because if you can go and at least get to the combine, I mean, especially if you're not invited to the NFL combine, mm-hmm. go and do the combine. That's that's big. Um let's talk about the legacy bowl. Mm-hmm. You've been you've been posting, um, who's been having a good day of practice, you know, your your winners for team Gaither, Team Robson. Mm-hmm. Um what have you, uh, who, who has stood out that you necessarily didn't necessarily have on the radar? Um, before,
2: Ooh, no, 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 radar, no, radar. you know, I would say JaCorey Howard has really impressed me. Like, he's he, he he has some juice out the backfield. Um, he has he showed some good hands and some good route running ability out the backfield. I was thoroughly impressed. Um him and Ladarius. So, I mean, I could see why that one two punch was what it was at Texas. Mm-hmm. It was it was uh-huh. definitely a flash and dash or what a smash and dash whatever it was. It was I mean, he's not like the fastest I mean, guy, but a yeah. guy you're gonna have to hit him to bring him down. Um, you know, very compact, um forward lean, leg drive, some contact balance there. I I like what what he has brought to the table. Um Russell is the quarterback. Uh, uh, Jaron Russell, he has very much. Uh, oh
0: yeah,
2: he's looked like the him and Dennis, uh, and he Dennis from uh, Benedict and uh, so those two kids like they look they <laughs> they look like the best two quarterbacks on their side of the, on their side of it. Uh, they looked. I was I was impressed. They could really spin it, uh, show good velocity when they needed to fit the ball and tight windows and some good touch on the deep balls. I was impressed, you know. I and they look they look good. And they look like the part. They look like they're hitting the weights and they had a good solid size. I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. Um Hempel um from Texas Southern another kid that you know they will, they liked him at the combine. They had him at tackle but I think he's going to be more of a guard uh moving forward. Uh good size on him. I'm impressed by watching him. Uh, I just like him on edge. I like him more at tackle. Um, but pretty much everybody else that I kind of you know, the dudes are the dudes. Like I love Deshaun Ingram. A lot of people don't know about Deshaun Ingram from Howard, but he's one of the best pass blockers I done watched on film. And he showed that all week. Um Lawrence LeGrone from North Carolina A and T, Jesus Christ. The kid is a wise refrigerator, man. When he gets his hands on you, good night. Like I, I I will say <laughs> That gave the team, they are just they are so physical and nasty and violent, man. And I, and I'm I'm just comparing the practices, man. Y'all, if y'all could just see it, like these kids, like they're preparing for a championship game. Like mm. they, they're they hitting each other, they fighting. Like Tariq Stewart trying to put somebody in the stands. Him and Brokenberg were going at it. Jablonski, I mean, you can see that. If you saw the helmets, man, they done messed the helmets up. Like, like, All star practice usually don't look like that. Uh, right. Man, they, it was a, the atmosphere was crazy. They were about to, they were about to fight. They were hitting each other out. I'm like, oh.
0: Who, who coaching uh, Team Gaitha again?
2: Uh, team Gator is uh, Coach AP from Union and uh, Coach Scott from Howard. Oh, okay. okay. They got them boys. They got well, – but it's that me, XCIAA thing, man. They just – it's violent, man. There's just nothing That's – they're going to live and die by just being violent. And, you know, even if you beat them, you're going to be sore. You know what I mean? It's okay. just – I, I love that about them, you know. And I just – I watched it. the trench play for the Gator side is just – is it's just, it's just better than the, uh team Robinson side, but those skill positions on team Robinson are really good. You got Marcus Riley, you got John Huggins, you got Hazel from Jackson State. You just got a bunch of really good skill positions over there, and it's just like, you know, what I mean, you got this dude Cedric Anderson, Jesus Christ, the six-four corner that I'm falling in love with more and more every day. That I will put him as strong, safety, he's gonna have to just be my next curse. From the Cowboys, like yo, guard that tight end because you oh, know I, he just look good. I mean, 6'4", 200, with an eighty, with eighty two inch wing. Good gracious, like, you don't you don't get that at corner. Like, that's just a beautiful. Okay. I, you just look like the like, night. I will say the backers for the um, team, uh, Robinson, are solid. Man, Lewis Matthews, who I love to death, but he's just he got you know he's a little vertically challenged, but that's a football player. Bubba's a football player. Um, you know, you just, some guys, you just, they're not going to be the best testers this and the send third, but they play football. So teams are going to love that. Like, I think Lewis is going to end up in somebody's camp. They just, I mean, I, that's what I've been hearing. Like, he's he's a dude. And I agree. He's been a dude for a while now. Um, let's see who else we got, man. I will say uh, Jordan Tolles has, Pretty much cemented himself as like probably the best DB here outside of maybe him, John, and Hazel really fighting for that best DB spot. But Eric Smith, I tweeted mm-hmm. earlier, man, Nickel Roby Coleman. I, I see it. Uh actually uh Charles Davis said it. He was like, Man, just think of it, you know, short, feisty, but he's faster than Nickel yeah. Roby Coleman. Um, I think Roby Coleman ran a four-five six. We talking about Eric Smith at about four three, four, three, two. Right. Around 175, so he's about 5'8, 175. I think Coleman was like 169 when he got to the league at 5'7 and a half. So I am uh I am definitely a fan of his, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm I want to see this these matchups, man. This is what yeah. this is the exciting part. But them trent that trench play with Jablonski and Darian, yeah. passing the boat, they're gonna give team Robinson a run for their money. I hope that. <laughs> you know, the quarterbacks get an opportunity to really showcase their talents because these defensive linemen are going to have a – they're going to have some fun. Uh, and not going to be like last year, but um, I will say if I had to give an edge, man, you know, the offensive line and defensive line is just better on the team, uh Gaither side. It's just – but I, but then again, you know, Luber Dentalis, he's been losing his mind this week. Oh, yeah. get he put on 50 pounds, 5'11", 76-inch 76 76 inch, uh, wings, ran a 4'9", yeah. uh, really good explosiveness. He got about one 7'10-yard split, so he got some got some pop there, some juice off the snap, quick. So he'll be able to make some plays, but overall, man, it was, it was night and day in the trenches, but we'll see. Um, Davis is Davis. It's pretty much him and everybody else. Call it what it is. I'm not going to – I know you people have to talk about this, but it's – I'm, I'm not – it's, it's is Richard. And then mm-hmm. it's like, you know, everybody else is kind of figuring it out. But even mm-hmm. with that, uh, man, I see, uh, see Tariq oh, – let me tell you about Tariq, by the way, because he's here. Tariq, <laughs> he is physical. He's missing a tooth. He is crazy. <laughs> I love it. That is what office alignment is supposed to look like. Just a big, nasty, missing tooth. Just wants to (laughs) put you in the dirt every single play. You have to get him off. Like, if you don't get him off you, he's going to try and put you in the dirt. Um, Scouts love him. I see him being at least a swing tackle early in his career. Uh, And I love Donqua. I just think Donqua may have a higher upside, but Tariq, he's ready right now. He got to bulk up a little bit up top, but he's ready. Um, and, you know, I I'm thoroughly impressed by this week. He he has shown he has some he has asserted his dominance early. And that's saying something going against the defensive lineman that he was going against this week. Yeah.
0: Um Zach what's good, <laughs> Zach. Zach said he's been one of my favorites, uh favorite guys all week. The coaches are having to force him out of the drills. He wants all the reps.
2: He does. It's beautiful. Oh, I'm I'm oh God it's, it's, he's gonna go to camp in NFL camp and he's just gonna just him yeah, oh and it's oh that's Lawrence Legron so, <laughs> yo, and them two used to be them two used to be, oh god <laughs> just, picture, just picture them two combo blocking the guys Jesus Christ um I saw Legrone put some kid in the dirt man I said god, god Jesus and he's just like dang. Oh boy, you know he's a guard to me, more in the center. But that boy, that boy, man, he get his hands on you, man. You going for a ride, and it's a painful one. Pause. So, you know, just <laughs> I'm sorry, but I like trench play. Like me and specifically, <laughs> like this is what it's supposed to be. Like I don't watch DBs anymore. I, I, it's not fun to me. Like it, like like the trench guys. Like they're trying to kill each other every play, and I love it. So.
0: This is a preference thing. I feel I feel. So, I I understand, and you you've talked about all these guys, and I I love hearing it. This is the issue I have, and I think it's it's kind of when, um Senior Bowl, Shrine Bowl, and you know some of the other bowl earlier bowls, not inviting these guys to go against. The, the the more recognizable right. helmets and showing this same grit showing the same intensity on that level you know it, it that's what angers me about the whole process I know last year this year uh the covet guys just now coming out and stuff that kind of has affected and skewed yeah. numbers uh having the shrine and senior Bowl what two days apart I know that's affected some of this so
2: yeah it's not the it's no. not the it's not the most feasible thing but there's a lot it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff way above my pay grade ass right right I, I would just say you know the work is still being done uh it's good to have people in the room um you know i'm fighting you know uh you know to be able to at least get the guys we got in the game was a blessing um but it's a, it's a it's a process, you know what I mean? Could, could uh, like, a Legron and a, a, a Broken Burr and a Stewart and Jablonski, could they have competed in the Hula and the Shrine and the um, and the um, uh, Senior Bowl? For sure, without a doubt. You know, if it was just about ability, a lot of things would be different, but we all know it ain't just about ability. It's a lot of um, moving parts. You know, and, uh, you know, I guess I'm learning that side of the business. And I just got to, you know, this is I just got to understand. And the kids understand it, too. I tell them it's not it was if just about your ability, you'll be there. But there's a lot that goes into it. It's a numbers game. And, you know, you got to make sure everybody's uh, copesthetic, everybody happy. You know, it's a lot of people that want to see certain things. And you got to just, yeah. But the kids that are getting the looks are the kids that oh. get the looks. Um, At this point, you know, if you haven't really heard from scouts, it's probably a reason. Um, You know, I've spoken to scouts, the same few names pop up. So, I mean, that's the ones that are circulating, and that's just what it is. Um, It doesn't mean the players aren't good. It's just that, hey, like, you just not – they're not needing of your talent at the time. doesn't mean you're a bad player. They just don't see the need to have you on the football team at the moment. That's all.
1: Yeah. So, how many players do you think ultimately get drafted this
2: year? About two, two or th- two or three at the most. But definitely, Sonny and uh, Mikey have set themselves up to get drafted. They did everything they could to get drafted. Definitely, from what Sonny's telling me with his training and Mikey, the numbers they about to put up at pro day, on top of the film and the Shrine Bowl stuff, and just the measurables, be fine. But there are guys I believe, you know, should get um, – should get a, should, there are draftable grades on a lot, a lot. Like, I have about a draftable grade on, like, six to eight guys. But, but you know, having a draftable grade and getting drafted are two totally yeah. different things. So, okay, you know, yeah. like, you know, is – like, Tariq Stewart has a draftable grade. You could pick him up seventh round. Why not? I mean, I've seen everything I need to see. Um, donk will, donk draftable grade. Yeah. Mikey, draftable grade. Sonny, draftable grade. Um, shoot, a guy named Corey Bullock that was at Central that's at the University of Maryland, draftable grade. You know, so it was just guys have draftable grades, but it's just yeah. you gotta, they gotta want you at the moment. They gotta make sure they can get you, but I still recognize PFA count. I'm talking about 15, how many PFA guys? Like this, this is high. This is gonna be a high PFA. I mean, not just free agent, just to bring you in the camp. I'm talking about these fringe roster, fringe NFL, fringe NFL roster guys. Y'all spoke toes up. He calling me right now. I'm um, gonna <laughs> call him that. But fringe NFL. That's a, I love that. I love that kid because he's, he's, he's. We talked about things he needs to work on, things he should do, and he's doing it. And I'm just, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just I love when kids just, just take it and they can just listen and they just utilize it on the field. It's like, so. Um, but, yeah, man, I I, I don't want to overshoot it and get people too excited about two guys get drafted. Out, I, I get it. I know the politics and all that stuff so that go into it. But the players will get picked up. And, honestly, the goal for our guys is to get to camp anyway. To camp. Yeah, you know, Emmanuel Wilson, man, he got to camp and lost his mind. They had to keep him. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel bad for kids that get to camp. If you get to camp, you got to do what you got to do. You know, there's kids yeah. that don't get it.
1: That's your opportunity right there, man.
2: You get to camp, you make, it all the way to, you make it all the way to the end, and you don't get kept? You know, I'm sorry. Like, no, you know, you could say politics. I get it. But trust me, if you were doing if you were really accepting, then you would keep, keep kept. Isaiah Land, he got kept for a reason. And he played more than the guys that got drafted ahead of him because you just had to play him. So make them like I got told the kids, I was like, yo, make these scouts work, man. Make them think. Like, hey, maybe I missed on this kid. Make them think. So hopefully that helps. You know, I I think it it helped them a lot in the long run. So it's all in all proud of these kids, man. They they doing the thing. All right,
0: G. uh, I want to talk. I I know you talked about the kids. I want to talk about you for a minute. Uh, All the work you're doing and stuff. uh, It was a post the other day. Gentleman said that uh, this guy should be in the NFL.
2: Uh, Scott P.O., oh, <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: there aren't. I, I mean, we know of guys that you know saying former HBCU players that are in uh coaching positions or that are you know, uh, front office guys who who make a mark and stuff, you know, and and you can see their influence. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just something about a guy who has an eye for talent and can recognize mm-hmm. it on, on all levels, mm-hmm. so um i i think i wholeheartedly wholeheartedly agree with that statement um but just tell us if you will um i've mentioned several times the different places you're going the different things you're doing can you tell everybody what is a typical day like for you
2: uh okay uh four o'clock wake up um
0: lost me there already
2: <laughs> four o'clock wake up 4.45. i'm setting up to help them set up the gym for the kids for their uh workouts um I gotta get there so they gotta be there at 5 15 and then um they start our, they start at 5 30. we end up we ended about 7 30. then I get my workout in from 7 30 to 9 30 then i have a 10 o'clock meeting then after my 10 o'clock meeting i may have another 11 o'clock meeting and after my 11 o'clock meeting uh i start doing my scouting stuff um, so that takes up the most of my rest of my day i get me some lunch um try and get a nap in but it's it's not gonna happen uh so pretty much my scouting report stuff and my writing and stuff kind of much pretty much most of my day up um then I try, to, I try to take a second to decompress read a book watch some tv Um, then I just sit in bed and I'm just like, dang, let me do some more work. Then I got my, um, my, my content stuff I have to do for Lincoln University as well, university for the athletics department on top of recruiting. So I do recruiting as well for Lincoln University. Um, dang, what else do I do? I just started with, uh, working with Zach, uh, for Blue Blood. So I do that as well. Um, uh, what else? So, so, I do my sky reports for East West Rhymes Bowl, Draft HBCU, and I'm working with Blue Bloods as well. Um, so then I just try to fit all of it in, and you know, it's it's, it's tiring, don't get me wrong. And then just talking on the phone with coaches all day, just trying to figure <laughs> out what their mind is like for the upcoming season. Um, you know, I you know, I'm not going to complain, but it, yeah, I'd be tired. But it's worth it when I see the smiles on the kids' faces. You know what I'm saying, because that's what I really do it for. I'm playing player first guy. Um, and I know they need it. So I ain't going to complain too much. I know there are people that would love to be in my position. So I'm never going to take that for granted. Um, I just have this mentality that, like, I'd be damned if someone outworked me. Like, it, was, it ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? I didn't sacrifice way too much to get to this point. Like, you're not about to help me. Like, and like, I want to help people. You know what I'm saying? I can't help people if I don't get to get in the room. So I said I got to get in the room so I could help. And um, so I've been able to help people get some to get some gigs and help them with their career, some advice, stuff like that. And that only will come if I'm able to sacrifice a couple of hours of sleep it is what it is. You know, but I'm gonna be it. It's just the roughest time for me because like I'm coaching and scouting, and you know, scouting is like the heaviest during the month of February and March. Mm-hmm. So that's just what it is. But don't complain, you ain't gonna never hear me complain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'll say I'm tired, but things got to get done because if we don't do it, if you don't do your show, if you don't if I don't do my scouting. If Jocelyn do a show, if Malik don't post his graphics these kids are going to suffer. So we need, we need the kids to get all the love and negative. So I'm currently in the middle of trying to work my way into, you know, the committees to be able to help with the selection processes of the HBCU combine and, uh, um, and the, uh, HBCU legacy bowl, uh, the HBCU combine brought me down to help with the cluster interviews, uh, for the NFL team. So that's something that, um, I was happy for um, and I think it's going to be a long standing thing moving forward. I was able to sit with Scott Pioli. I was able to sit with my mentor, Roman Oven. I was able to sit with some older scouts and really like, learn the game. A guy named uh, Dick, Dick Daniels, man. He's like one of the top and you know, one of the few black scouts during the time, there just wasn't a lot of us and, you know, guys like that, you know, to be able to talk to him and, talk to uh, Charles Davis and talk to Steve White and talk to George Stewart and things like that. And they're just saying how appreciative the work I do. I'm like, shit. Of course I'm gonna get up and do this. Of course I'm gonna just I don't have to. Like I can't stop. As a as much as like the post where, you know, the the post where I look all happy and excited, it's a great but some days where I get out of my bed at four o'clock in the morning. I ain't gonna go to bed until about twelve. You know, it's it's, it's hard, but it's done. It's gonna get done. So, um, I appreciate y'all for always, you know, having my back and reposting my content, even when, when other people don't. Um, it means a lot. So, uh, the work is being put in on all angles. It's gonna take a unified, unified movement to really get this thing going. Let it go. So, it's all I love, my G. For real. No. Yeah.
0: all right well i know you need to get some sleep so i uh (laughs) i do got i got one last question for you when we get up out of here uh and because i already know you may not have officially done it but i already know you did it uh what you looking like for next year or what are we looking like for next year some of the top prospects what are some guys that are already kind of
2: oh man uh Eric Hunter is probably – him and uh, Elijah Williams are probably my one and two right now uh, with Kenny Gallup in there. Uh, you know, if you count the guys that transferred out, we got like a Christon Davis, Terrell Allen gets going to get a shot. I'm just trying to figure out where I want to put him because I heard he's under six feet tall. Um, but then you got Malachi Bailey, Devontae Davis, like Daquan Felton that left Norfolk to go to Virginia Tech. So, it's, it's a few guys. Isaiah Hamilton is down there at Houston with Kriston and with you. Oh, congrats to your son once again.
0: I appreciate uh, it all, man.
2: They out there, he's out there with them. Um, so, it's a lot of guys. I mean, it's going to be hard to top this 24 class, though. Jeez. I, I mm-hmm. At that HBCU yeah. combine, I'm watching these kids run and jump. And so I'm like, Dang, probably the most athletic HBCU guys. We have You know, Grand scheme. You know, grand scale. Yeah, grand scale. Oh. But I will say, say – out for Eric Hunter. He's my number one right now with his teammate Elijah with number two. And then Kenny Gallup in the three. Jared Hunter is like my top running back coming back. Um, and like Carl Bansky uh, from uh, Morgan. Like, Morgan is stacked on defense at a crisis. Uh, all levels. Uh, so I, but I will say Eric Hunter is a 6'4", 220-pound inside linebacker that could pass rush off the edge. I mean, the kid is kid is an ex-receiver playing linebacker. Like, oh.
1: <laughs> Crazy athletic.
2: Mm. Saying how athletic that kid is. So I can't wait to see him. I think he's putting on I some more weight. You? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's that. You know what I mean? So I um, yeah, let's keep on. Yeah. A little. I'll update it for sure. I'm gonna get my 2025 list going. Definitely with my preseason. Uh, Nia Williams Award. Washington. Now I will say there's a kid named Burris from Alabama State that I've kind of got my eye on. He's another six-two corner from Alabama State, but I think I think he's the next one too. Uh, I've been talking to Coach Williams and he's been telling me great games yeah. about. Him. So if Alabama State could find a way to get three, they'd have Kale Jackson yeah. and Chuck Moore in the CFL. Yeah, they got yeah. Isaac and on the Bucks. They're gonna get Mike. Mike he's gonna get drafted and they get another one we really talking about yeah. some DB like DB DBU ish. Yeah. Not a lot of teams could say they have that, and that's across all of right. them. You know what I mean? Man,
1: man, man. The, the last, last question. Rock. Last talk question. To... You, can get, you can give me a one answer. You can give me a one word answer. Is this okay. the year we get a quarterback drafted from HBCU? <laughs> that's it. A... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh man, you know what? He is a high PF. Like he's literally the first person you call right after the draft right now. If someone's willing to pick him up in the 7th cuz I'm be honest. Okay, okay. It's not like a, a hot take or anything. This is legit. I've asked other people this so they can't say it's just me. I said, "Look at Joe Milton. Look at Davis Ridge. And you tell who the better quarterback is. Take the helmet away. Just look at how he yeah. throw the ball." Look how he runs. Joe Milton is ranked the top as a number 10 quarterback in a lot of people's mock drafts and stuff like that. Do y'all really think, if y'all take the helmet away, is Joe Milton that much better than Davis Rich? A way more accomplished, a way better looking quarterback, mechanic-wise, running ability. That's it, man. So, so... I just say that, so you know, I, I get it. People are going to helmet helmet scout this one. They're gonna overthink Davious Richard, just like they overthink overthinking Marvin Harrison Junior. I haven't heard. I remember last year Marvin Harrison was like number one overall pick. Now all of a sudden this kid is like you wide know, receiver three to some people. I'm like, okay, go ahead and overthink it. So, Davious, could he get drafted? Possibly. Is he? I say he's the first P.F. He's the first guy. We're gonna be the first guy off the wire as soon as you know get a call. But if Joe Milton gets drafted ahead of him, I'm just gonna I will gladly, you know, fight to the death to say I don't think, like, there are 15 quarterbacks better than Davius Richard in this draft. That's just me personally.
0: I'm gonna let you get some rest. <laughs> and, and and I'm gonna bring you back one day. We can argue about this Marvin Harrison. Oh, you too? Oh, I, I don't Christ. think he's... I, I Listen. Oh, God. I I'm almost just said I think <laughs> a dunza. I think Odunza is number now. Is Marvin Harrison going to have a a, a great Oduza number one? I think Odunza is number one.
2: Everybody's saying that now.
0: I can't believe what happened. All it took was a... what did Marvin Harrison do to drop down? He didn't. He didn't do it. Honestly, is it, it, it Marvin Harrison didn't do anything? I honestly, was... mm, this might be a topic for another. another All right, thing.
2: you know what? It's fine. We'll, we'll, bring, we'll bring this back. <laughs>
0: but but can... it, it's it's not it's not in hate. No, I think Marvin Harrison is going to be a, 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 a excellent. Uh, excellent pro. so. Dang.
1: The okay. views and
0: opinions expressed in the Golden <laughs> Hoops podcast for those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect
2: the views or positions wow. of the Golden Hoops podcast. Good save. All right, I'm my good. brother. I got to hop on HBC uh, Nightly for <laughs> that anyway. Yeah. All right, bro. Appreciate right. you, man. All
0: right. Nope. Appreciate all you for coming, too. All right. <laughs> hey, our guy, Coach G. Appreciate you yeah, coming,
1: too. I couldn't have that. Uh, four hours of sleep a night ain't no way, my boy. I,
0: I did. I did that once for about two, two, two months. So, I actually went two months. It was seventy days. Okay. I know. I kept track. Mm-hmm. I kept track. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly when it happened. They and here's the here's what they get you to with with that in, in the military. You have to. You're required to get four hours of sleep. You're not required to get four hours of consecutive sleep. Yeah. So yeah, here's some mm. anyway, man. We got some more good news and 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 just topics to talk about. Uh, luckily though, luckily we can we can kind of, I ain't gonna say breeze through these, but we can go through these. These aren't as necessarily as heavy. Um, UAPB, Coach Hampton, uh, making moves, man. Uh, I don't know if it's officially as offensive coordinator. I can't remember, but. He brought in Tony Hall, who was the OC at Grambling, um, and you re- reminded me, and, and a lot of people, they actually worked together at ULM.
1: Yeah, for two years before uh, before they both left last year when Tony Hall went to Grambling and Coach Hampton went to UAPB. So uh, I'm I'm kind of glad Coach Hall found a landing spot. I think that's a good pickup for UAPB. Uh, if they can get the personnel they need, I think they'll have a pretty decent offense with Coach Hull. I
0: like it. Um, I I didn't just because I I didn't look or I I saw the graphic and I didn't read into it. And is is it OC or is it is it is a uh, okay? Yeah, I definitely didn't read too much into it. Uh, This was news that obviously has been floating around for a while. Uh, you sent it to me earlier, it has now been confirmed. Self Recites have put it out. Fred McNair finds a new home in Baton Rouge, he'll be heading to Southern to join Coach Graves on his staff. Hell of a hire! Hey, first, we do. I, the one thing people said about Coach Graves if he can get the right guys on his staff around him. He gonna he'll do just, just well. And sure enough, that's exactly what he did. Exactly what he did. Went out and got one of the top guys. Um so I'm definitely happy to sit here that. Uh <laughs> he said, is that the guy that called a pass in the classic? <laughs> no, no. No, the guy who called a pass in the in the classic. Got his tights on so well. He almost was in Atlanta.
1: He was gone before the class.
0: Oh, you right? He was. Never mind. Shoot, he was. Shoot, he might. No, no, no. Come, no. no. Yeah. Uh, one throw this out there. Spring football uh dates are starting to filter filter, uh, filter in if your school has announced their their spring football hit us up on, on on twitter facebook or something let us know y'all spring dates. we're trying to compile a list make sure we, you know say keep everybody abreast um I'm trying, i also like to look and see like which date everybody picked because last year everybody picked like april 14th everybody had the same day uh for their spring game um 420 is an option this year.
1: I uh, think this one. Geez, I'm about to look it Yeah, up. yeah.
0: Grambling, Grambling and Bethune right now on 420. So uh but yeah, y'all, y'all send us that stuff, man. We we get it get everything together. Uh, speaking of pushing out dates, dates, shout out to the SWAT. now their uh SWAT Media Day. It is now set. SWAT Media Day is July 16th. Tuesday, July sixteenth, begins at eight a.m. Get there early if you want your fried chicken, cause it be hit and that pulled yeah. pork, huh? Travis gonna get it. Tra- you, th- damn right, Travis yeah. is gonna get it. All the fried chicken, you know. Travis <laughs> said he ain't, he got a, he got he ain't get the fried chicken like that. He said, "Nah, that pulled pork, <laughs> that pulled pork oh,
1: was
0: yeah, nice." Tra- he, pork, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he hit that pulled pork table up that off, um but yeah man swap me today i'm looking forward to it i really am so um man baseball is back and the swag is no different man uh prayer view prayer view well uh, i set that up all wrong Uh, let me let me start over baseball is back in the swag um this past week, man, you had, or this weekend, you had Alcorn, Southern, uh Prairie View, Grambling, Jackson State, Texas Southern, all competed in the uh Cactus Jack Classic. The uh second area cactus jack classic at Mae Park. Uh, I love my favorite, one of my favorite parts was seeing the kid from uh Southern hit the home run. Yeah, and he went around and pay, you know that meant a lot to him, man. Mm-hmm. Hit a home run in the major league park like that.
1: That yeah, boy's hype.
0: Yeah, I've I been to mini mini main park too. He hit that thing far. <laughs> <laughs> he hit that thing far. Yeah. It was a body here. Uh man, as so we get begin to wrap up. Uh, we got two more, well, three more big stories shout out to wilberforce university uh wilberforce university will now be the third hbcu to start a gymnastics program they're set to begin in 2026 um with that said i think uh, another major shout out should go to the brown girls do gymnastics that organization yeah. has been not just key um uh and pivotal it is the essential you need, if you want to start a, a HBCU, uh, I'm sorry, a gymnastics program for your HBCU. Um, they are the driving force behind this. Uh, so, that initiative really do appreciate them. Uh, also, Wilberforce is uh, bringing back, or oh, they announced the university is going to have women's soccer and volleyball as well. So, shout out to them. Shout out to Wilberforce making moves. Uh, Next, Howard University and the Fighting Erica's. Uh They will be the first HBCU to have a figure skating team. So, that's dope, man. Um, that's on brand for Howard. <laughs> it is. That is dope, though. Um, I'm not. Uh, it is. So, that's dope. I like it. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. See how they do. Uh, last and certainly not least, we know that last year um or or at least late last year, year it was announced uh Johnson I'm sorry, Fort Valley State was no longer going to be in the uh Red Tails Classic. Uh, taking their place is going to be Johnson C. Smith, uh, at least for 2024. They're to be taken on to Tuskegee this year in the Red Tails Classic in Birmingham, Alabama. So it, it, it's not even in my Mon- uh, Montgomery, the boys in Birmingham. So major shout out to them. Getting that done. Yeah. Yep. Man, and, uh, I know we ain't talk any basketball.
1: Big yeah. oh, this weekend,
2: bro. It is, And
1: Southern first, Grambling for first place in the sweat. Yeah, both of them at. Oh, I think what the ten and two in the
0: uh, conference. Ten and three. Ten, and three, in 10 and three in the yeah.
1: conference. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Jackson State girls running away with it over there. They
0: thirteen. I ain't. Even, I ain't even gonna talk about it. I ain't. I ain't even bring them up. <laughs> so I think Jackson State girls running away with it. Um is it Norfolk girls on the other side, or is it, is it still cl- – I know 8, Coppin was kind of trying to keep up.
1: Norfolk 8-1. Norfolk, Norfolk girls 8-1. And and they two games ahead of everybody else. And
0: uh, uh,
1: on the – The men's side is – uh, wild. Norfolk 7-2, and 2, two games ahead of everybody, so.
0: He still, he's he's still, still, still got Erica Block. <laughs> He still got he still got Erica blocked on Twitter. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that's funny to me. My bad. You yeah. were saying something
1: though. No, I was just saying this weekend that Southern Grammar is gonna be live, bro. That's gonna be a good one. First yeah. place on the line. That's yeah. you know rival game is already gonna be turned up a notch, but you thought that that first place in the swag on the line that's just gonna make them turn it up even more.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, we got anything else before we get up out of here? No,
1: nah, that's all I had. I just wanted to make sure we touched on that basketball real quick, but other than okay. that, I'm good.
0: All right. Hey, don't forget, if you have dates for your team for spring, please let us know. Send it to us. Um, let us know, man. Y'all do what y'all can. Uh, let's see what we got. Yeah, they uh. <laughs> <that> boy said, <laughs> Adrian said, <laughs> I had to catch on what it. said. I thought he said they on the roll. He said they all right. He meant them roids. Boy, listen, I ain't even, them folks gonna get you. I Always mess with them folks, Adrian.
1: They on a mission for real this year.
0: Mhm. Mhm. I, I need to. I, I'm not saying that until we get to tournament time. See how they did to get that that revenge for real.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's how I feel about Rambling Basketball, because last year there was regular season, they did great, made it to the conference championship game and lost. So you gotta you gotta get over the hump.
0: Shit, you gotta get past uh big bad uh <laughs> big bad uh Texas Southern. That's what I'm saying. John Jones, yeah. You gotta I, I, it's funny. I, I would devil pick them in a the regular season. But when it comes time, it, like uh, conference tournament time.
1: It's like they always <laughs> peak at the right time, bro. Yes, sir. It's like they always start getting hot right around tournament time. Then they go on a little run late in the tournament. I mean, right before the tournament. Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Man, (laughs) it's doing crazy, bro. (laughs) I wouldn't mind watching it, though.
0: It might be competitive. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get up out here for Adrian. Get us jumped on. All right, man. We'll be back next week. Like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Bring me my money. (laughs) Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs>